0: what's up y'all we are back with another edition of the dnvr rams podcast presented by chevalier mortgage mike and virginia chevalier are a husband and wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience they're also diehard broncos fans and csu alums so you know that they are good people if you're wondering if the rates are as good as you're hearing you gotta call them they're just they're flat out incredible and they can save you hundreds of dollars a month potentially even thousands of dollars in interest over the lifetime of your loan. I mean, who doesn't want to save thousands of dollars? These guys can help you find out if you're able to reduce, maybe even eliminate your current mortgage insurance premiums. But hey, since refinancing isn't right for everybody, Mike in Virginia will run a quick analysis and honestly let you know whether refinancing might be right for you. Visit them at DNVR Mortgage and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing. Most importantly, though, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. In planning the principles of your program, how far have you been able to do that under these bizarre circumstances? how far do you still have to go and
1: how is it different? Obviously some of the elements are pretty obvious. How is it different than a temple on BC? Well, listen, here's the crux of the, of the problem for anybody coming into a program that has to be rebuilt. Um, Just think of it. You know, we talk a lot about the team, the team, the team, the team. Well, what is the team? What is the team concept? The team is trust and Accountability and reliability and, you know, uh, you know, communication and togetherness. Those are all the things that are completely opposite of social distance. And so what happens is all the team building, bonding, all the meetings, one-on-one, the communications. The You know, I used to have a lot of players in my house for dinner and things like that. Those, None of those things can take place. I left here in March and uh, felt really good about the little bit we had got done and was really enjoying getting to know our team, and then boom, that's it. So what happens is, is I think two things. One, uh, really getting to learn your team is harder, right? It's almost impossible. Two, um, communication is much more difficult now. It's nothing... It's like our communications via this, uh, uh, whatever this is, Teamworks or something, Zoom. And it's impersonal. Um, and then fundamentally, you just lost so much fundamental time. And I'm a real big toolbox, fundamental developer mindset guy, and our staff is. So you're behind on a lot of that. And uh, in fact, we were talking about it yesterday. Even on our special teams, like the detail that we coach with and the fundamentals that you know a lot of places don't do, we do a lot of special. We we couldn't get all that done. There was no spring football, and it was a, a you know kind of a bizarre training camp where we were way more time restricted. So there's a lot of things that go into building a program that you know you just breezing you're breezing by. Now you can you get away with that with if 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 you're you know if you've been in a place for a couple of years. Yeah. Can you get away with it? If your roster is completely together, sure. Uh, but when you're trying to formulate something brand new, it just depends on every, every situation is different. But I could tell you here, um, we needed all that. So we're getting that now. You know, we've played uh, four games. It's almost like an extended spring football, for crying out loud. And uh, but a lot of things. I think in a a positive way, it may be negative that have happened, but I believe it will turn into a positive. I really love – let me tell you what I love about last week's game. There's some things I don't love about it, right? Here's what I love about it. We weren't very good stopping the run here. We weren't very good running football here. Two things that I believe are critically important to the foundation and the building blocks of a program. Toughness. We took one of the best rushing teams in the country, and we held them to the fewest yards they've rushed for all season. We took we finally ran the ball for over 4.1 yards a carry. Okay, which is pretty damn good against one of the highest pressure outfits and one of the best teams against the run in the country. That spoke volumes to me of the real important building blocks of a program. Now, our issues in the last two weeks against two of the better teams in the conference have been on special teams and they've been like all different and really a byproduct of one week. It's like our coverage is great. It's actually great. And all of a sudden, boom, it hits you like, Oh my God, where's our coverage. Right. So like, it's kind of bizarre. Um, but, but we we've had some holes pop there, but in, 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 I think it also serves as a learning tool of how critically important and why we try to approach them the way we approach them. Because, you know, it can just take three plays. You could run 70-something plays on defense, 60-something plays on offense, but three plays can dictate the outcome of a game. And the best part is we've had outstanding coverage, and all of a sudden we had awful coverage. But the good news is it didn't just all of a sudden – it was a crisis or something. It's just, it's a play that we need to go back and, and reinforcing again, but correctable totally. But here's what you can't correct real quickly. If you're getting gored in the run game and you can't run the ball an inch, you can't really fix that. That's a long, long process. But I think we're making extremely great headway developing those tenets of football. And I think fundamentally we're developing a hell out of a special teams. We right now, but we can't do is our, we just can't keep our roster stabilized on any given week on who's making up those 11 guys. And it's it's become a problem. And, and, and it's nothing I can do about that right now, except keep working at it. And I think we're going to forge something great there, too. I think our our building blocks are really going to I think we're not very far away, to be honest with you. And I think I'm very quite very confident that, you know, um, we're going to really uh, enjoy some real good success. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. But we got a lot of work left to do. I mean, I don't act like the job's done. It's not by no means is it. But, but I really like some of the core tenants that you can see developing. Like, if you guys paid attention and watched those two running backs, they ran like real backs in that game against the best defense in the league. That was pretty impressive. You take the time and watch the tape, watch it. Uh, both of them. Holy cow. I tell you what, that was really nice to see. Really nice to see. Up front, this was the first game we had a couple of issues. Well, you're going to have a couple of issues when they come in with multiple blitzes every down, but we also had some personnel uh, people gone, which created a shuffle. And that's the first time we've had to shuffle up front on the offensive line against the best defensive front in terms of. Multiple blitz packages. Yet we ran the ball for over 4.1 yards carry and we had our best running input output against the best defense. So that tells you everything. If you're really watching what's important, that, tell, that, that tells you what, what's going on right now. So I'm excited about the week. You want to keep building. Um, I'm guessing as you fix areas, other little areas will pop open a little bit on you. And that's all part of it, you know. But I think we're getting to address everything. I think we're getting to really see the full breadth of our team. And I think, you know, we're going to be able to go into an off season understanding what really needs, where, where we might be deficient, what we need to add. And I'm, I'm excited about all of that.
0: Hey, Steve, Justin, Michael of DNVR here, given everything that you just said, would you be open to potentially playing another game if the opportunity, you know, arised?
1: Oh yeah. 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 I hope you guys, if you can broker that deal, let me know. I'd love to play another game. I'd love to play two more games, three more games, four more games. I mean that wholeheartedly. But certainly one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot, as you guys know, there's a lot that goes into that, right? Um, we lost our home games and all of a sudden, you know, financially you have to pick up and go somewhere else is, is probably asking a lot, but certainly somebody coming here, um, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally open to that. You know, I mean, I'm a football coach. I want to coach football. You know, I'm not, I, th- I know how important weightlifting and everything is, but I mean, I'm not into all that. I mean, You get better by playing. And uh, so I'd love to keep getting better and keep playing. Uh, But, you know, we'll see. I don't think the door's shut on any of that. I just don't, you know, you guys see it. It's getting harder and harder each week, right? So I don't know. I I just don't know, know. But I know it is getting harder each week. We have, you know, knock on wood, I hope we appear to be getting healthier. So I hope that stays that way.
0: what's up what's up what's up y'all we're back with another edition of the dnvr rams podcast presented by chevalier mortgage that <laughs> that audio coming from steve adazio honestly i wasn't going to play the entire thing in its entirety because obviously it was like a 10 minute clip but i was so impressed at the length of his rambling and i was like yeah we'll play the whole thing i think there was a lot of valuable stuff in there and i'm you know i'm gonna talk about that on today's podcast. Basically you know as as frustrating as this season has been some football was better than no football and and this is kind of a continuation of my post game podcast uh, against San Diego State because i just think that right now the the entire vibe around you know ram nation around the the ram faithful is just kind of down and and i get it you know when you only play four games and you go one in 3 it, it's really hard to feel excited but I do think as as frustrating as this season has been between the special teams and some of the other issues that we've seen, you know, there there really are some encouraging things happening uh, in particular on the defensive side of the football I'm, I'm really intrigued obviously by the defensive line and I'm about to publish a feature on that which I'm really excited about. But there's some other guys, you know, Henry Blackburn, a guy who I talked about, you know, a lot after that game. I'm really stoked about him, Thomas Penunzio, a guy who's really not even technically a defensive back. I mean, he's more naturally a wide receiver. But I just think he's a great example of, you know, a guy that this staff has been able to, you know, find and pull out, you know, people that weren't necessarily always contributing under the last regime. You know, you knew what you had in Trey McBride. You knew what you had in Dante Wright. I'm not sure that we necessarily knew just how good Thomas Penunzio could be. So, you know, he's just a, He's just an example of a guy who I'm really intrigued about moving forward. I think that they're doing a good job of identifying guys that are just willing to play really hard. Not necessarily, you know, the most, you know, raw, talented players in the world, but guys that are just going to go out there and get it done because they work harder than everyone else. Ultimately, I think if Colorado State is going to have, you know, consistent success, it's not going to be because they're the flashiest team. They're not going to be Boise State. You can't beat them at their own game. You're just not. You're not going to be able to out-recruit them in California and, you know, pull some of those flashy guys that they're able to go. You're just not. If CSU is ever going to be, you know, consistently dominant, I really think they got to go the Wyoming approach. They have to go the Sunny Lubick approach where you're homegrown. You know, you, you build a fence around Colorado, Nebraska, some of these other states. You try and get some of these dudes that will just... Play hard and develop them. And, you know, the truth is there's gonna be some seasons when you do that where it's a little bit frustrating and it's not super exciting. It's not very sexy. But ultimately at the end of the day, you know, if you can create that culture, if you can establish what you are trying to establish, you can create a program that that should be able to have success. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to recruit to Fort Collins, especially locally. You know, if, if you can create those ties with the local programs and pull some of these dudes and, you know, benefit from some preferred walk-ons. And, you know, that's something that I've really liked about this new staff and their approach. It's just trying to get some of these guys that aren't necessarily, you know, the fastest, the strongest, the biggest, but guys that are ultimately going to bust their ass every day so that they can put themselves in position to help contribute. You know, that's what you need. Yeah, you want to get as many talented guys as you can. But at the end of the day, you know, there's there's only so many, you know, catches, only so many snaps to be to be had. I think you gotta try and emphasize just getting the right guys and and creating the right culture. I think sometimes, you know, we we emphasize too much recruiting rankings and all that nonsense. Culture, man. That's that's what gets it done. That's what Sonny Lubick had. That's what Craig Bull has at Wyoming. That's what Nico Medved is creating with the men's basketball program, that's what Ryan Williams has. That's what Tom Hilbert has. I can go on and on. Culture is so important at the college level. You have to create a culture that is conducive to winning. Ultimately, I believe this staff is doing it. You know, I, I'm. I still don't think they're necessarily the most exciting staff in the world, but I think they can win, and I think winning is what is ultimately going to sell the fan base in the long run, and, you know, they'll forget about the frustrations of this year. That said, the one thing that kind of does... Concerned me a little bit. I would have liked to have seen Steve Adazio take a little bit more accountability with the special team stuff, given that, you know, it is his footprint. He he took full responsibility after that Boise State game. I felt like after San Diego State, he kind of danced around it a little bit. Now, I'm not saying he didn't have some fair points. The fact that they're relying on a lot of young guys and the fact that they're, you know, having to shift guys around because of COVID and all of that, that, that certainly has an impact. And I, I think it would be silly to think that it didn't. But you know, at the end of the day, like, if you were the head coach, if you're the guy, if you were going to say all season that, you know, I'm, I'm a special teams guy, I've been doing this my entire career, I don't need anybody else to take over special teams. Well, then you better do special teams well. And, and CSU has not done special teams well. So that'll, that'll be a big, you know, point of emphasis in the offseason. And it's, it's gonna have to get better. At, at the end of the day, it just has to get better point-blank period can't give up five touchdowns over special teams over a two-week period you just can't I mean it it absolutely killed you know any real chance CSU had at winning that game I mean they they were still in it technically but it's just so hard when you spot them points that way but you know all you can all you can really do now is move forward and, and try and focus on the future hopefully you're able to get this game against Utah State and I don't I definitely don't hold my breath up until kickoff at this point because games are getting canceled the day of. so It's chaos, but there have been a lot of things that you can build off moving forward. I think that the offensive line has been significantly better. I think the defensive line has been significantly better. Both things that Adazio emphasized. Um, I'm I'm not sure that they've been able to get as many skill guys worked into the mix as they would like to, and ultimately the CSU fans would like to. I think you do have to identify some you know, receivers other than Dante Wright that you can get worked into the mix again, you know, but that's been weird because of contact tracing and everything else too. So it's just been a weird situation in that regard. I just don't want people to to panic too much, I guess, is, is my main point. You know, ultimately, I think it's fair to be critical. I think it's fair to be skeptical. But like, can we really press the panic button in a COVID season with everything that's happened? I don't know. It's it's just tough. I, I struggle with how much weight, with how much stock you can really put into all of this, just with all the outlying circumstances. Anyways, we're going to be talking more football throughout the week, but I do want to talk a little bit of basketball and specifically about the women's basketball team who really, really appear to be one of the best teams in the conference. So I'm going to jump into that, but uh, first, a word from our partner, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is wishing you the happiest of holidays and to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has a new promotion and odds boost every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there's an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs. College basketball season is just getting underway. There's no better way to get in on all of the action than if you haven't tried with DraftKings Sportsbook. Head to the app store now. You do not want to miss out on all of this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all users all new users, I should say, the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when you sign up using the promo code DNVR. Again, that's what the promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet from live betting. You can bet on your players' props. They do it all. To celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when placing any bet on UFC 256. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Again, with that promo code DNVR when you sign up. for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, We're going to wrap up this podcast, but before we do, I wanted to acknowledge Ryan Williams and the Colorado State women's basketball team who genuinely look like contenders now. It had been a couple of down years for the program. It it had been kind of tough. When I was in school, actually at one point, CSU women's basketball won four consecutive Mountain West championships. So you know, they kind of ran shit there for, for a while. Not really been the case the last two, three years. It seems that Ryan Williams has the squad back though. They've kind of gone the transfer route. They've they've brought in some people from around the country and it's really paying off for them. I mean, this CSU women's team, they are lethal offensively. They've got shooters all over the floor. They play incredible team basketball. You know, one of the things I really enjoyed, if uh, if you watched that series against Fresno State and let me tell you, going out on the road and getting a split against Fresno State is significant. I mean, the Rams were this close to getting a sweep and, and that really would have set CSU in the driver's seat, you know, as far as being the front runner goes. But right now, you know, they're firmly in contention. They've got another big series at home now coming up against San Diego State. And I kind of want to see, you know, how can this team respond coming off of that performance, you know, against Fresno State, San Diego State, another quality program. But, you know, they're they're not necessarily Fresno State, who won 25 games last year, only lost two league games the entire season. You know, you want the Rams to come out with that same killer mentality, that same efficiency that they've had. And, you know, I, I think they will, because so far through four games, it's just been much of the same, no matter who they're playing, Regis, Colorado, Christian, Fresno State, it doesn't matter. This CSU team, they just get buckets. And it's dope. It's It's really fun to watch. It sucks that they they, they can't have any Moby madness this year. You know, there's no fans in the stands at the very least, you know, tune in. It's easy. It's free to watch these games on the mountain, West net on the mountain West network. Just pull up a stream, have it on your laptop, your tablet, your phone, whatever, you know, support this team. They deserve it. They're really balling out. So make sure you check into that game against San Diego state on Tuesday. They also play Thursday afternoon. If you've got the day off, if you're looking for something to do on your lunch break, Tune into this team, man. They're they're legit. You know, Tory Williams, McKenna Hofshield Laura Devo, Some of these some of these players, they're really legit, and they deserve your support. They really, really do. Make sure you're tuning into that San Diego State series. I know that I will be. Finally, we also have a little bit of news on the men's hoops front. We finally are cleared to play. Knock on wood. Assuming that it all goes well this week, the Rams will open at 2 p.m. Saturday afternoon against CSU Pueblo. You know, not not exactly the Pac-12, you know, it it still sucks that CSU's already lost games against three Pac-12 schools, although I do still expect that CU game to happen later down the line, but at least they get to play, you know, it's it's been so, just, it's been a bummer, you know, watching all these other college basketball teams around the country play, really it's the same way I feel about the football teams since half of their games get canceled every week, you know, you kind of feel like there's... <laughs> There's a scene in Silicon Valley where the character Jared just kind of stares out the window, and he looks really depressed. Uh, Jared, played by the same actor who plays Gabe in The Office. I'm trying a blank on his name, but I love that dude. Anyways, you know, it just we feel left out. That That's the main point. So I'm really excited to see this Rams team in action. I think, you know, versatily, from an offensive standpoint, I think this is going to be as deep of a team as we've seen. I just think they've got good shooters. I think they've got good athletes. They should be able to space the floor really well. They should be able to play with pace, which is something that the team's kind of lacked over the last couple of years. I am a little bit worried about the glass, you know. Losing Nico Carvacho, that's a big presence on the board. They're really going to need Deshaun Thomas. And even the guards, you know, they're going to need really everybody to step up. But, you know, I've heard really good things about this team's potential. You know, they were they were really lighting it up in practice before they got shut down. So it's unfortunate that, that that happened. Hopefully it doesn't plague them too much or slow them down too much, I should say. I don't think we're going to see the same offensive struggles that we saw from CSU early in the season last year, though. I think I, I think, you know, we're going to see a team that's able to really push the tempo, really get after it. Hopefully, you know, they're able to build off the defensive improvements that they made last year and kind of take it to the next level that's you know always going to be if you want to win consistently you have to play defense it's it's the foundation of what san diego state does it it's what really all good basketball teams do so hopefully they're able to do that i'm i'm really intrigued csu pueblo a nice way to kind of tune it up after that i think they're going to try and play northern colorado though the the scheduling on that is is wonky as well so looking forward to some hoops looking forward to some football action Good week when you have CSU women's hoops, CSU men's hoops, and football all in action. We're missing volleyball, but hopefully we'll get some of that in the spring. Uh, I'm Justin Michael. I'll be back with more content throughout the week. Shout out to everybody that continues to support us. You make the dreams come true. All right, we'll be back later. Peace. Peace.